So my son comes back from his 52-day whitewater Arctic canoe trip. And he's down the Horton River. Then they go overland for 60-odd kilometers. That's like a portage. Essex Five Clicks. Then they go to the Anderson. And then they go to the Husky Lakes. And he comes back and he's got a bag among his pack, which he's carrying, is rocks. And he's got a huge number of fossils. And the fossils are shells and, and, and remarkable things. So he's really into fossils. So as I'm looking at these fossils that he sh- this weekend, uh, we, 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 Sam and I come upon the story of a, of a teacher, a school teacher in PEI, who also found some fossils, maybe this one a little different. This is the most remarkable fossil story, which I love. Lisa Cormier is walking in Cape Egmont, and she stumbled on a fossil that could be 300 million years ago. How would she know? Well, the good news, a geologist and paleontologist was there that day, Dr. John Calder. And Lisa and Dr. Calder are both here. Hi, hello to both of you. Hi, how are you? I, I'm fossil happy. I love talking about fossils. I love these stories. This is so great. Like this, I, I just want... I just want to say Evan, that uh, Lisa found it all by herself. Okay, well, nothing to do with the discovery. It was just the excavation, digging it out, the hard work. Yeah, but th- that's good. But the good news is it's great to have someone like, gosh, who could, who could figure this out? So, Lisa, let's start with you. What happened? What did, what did you see and what were you doing? Well, I was just uh, walking on the beach with my dog, Sammy, while visiting my in-laws. And like I normally do, I, I was just walking, looking for sea glass, and um, I looked at the ground, and uh, I saw something coming out of the ground of the sand, and it was uh, a uh, weird-looking shape. So I thought it was a root or a branch or just something that I would normally find on a beach, but I then um, looked at it closely, and I realized that uh, it was a, um, a rib, and there was like a rib cage. A, and also a spine, and I saw the skull actually. So <laughs> it was pretty, pretty exciting. So you know right away it's not just your average. How deep is it? Like, do you have any sense of what it is, Lisa? No. Uh, well, I just know that they found another fossil in 1995 in that region, and I might stumble on something, but I, I didn't know that I would find uh, a entire <laughs> so-complete fossil. Um, I taught science, and I, I, I knew a little bit about fossil and the kind of rocks where I can find them. But, uh, yeah, no, I've never seen anything like that. I, I'm not sure, quite sure what I found. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so you're walking along the beautiful red clay um, in, in on on the beach in PEI in Cape Egmont, and you see this. Dr. Calder, pick it up from there. What has she got? Well, how did you get involved? And, and what when you saw it, what happened? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I first saw on on uh, photographs online some uh, Laura McNeil, uh, a local. Uh, scientist, geologist, uh, sent me the photos. It went through sort of a chain of, of contacts. That's the way it is. Small town, small, small part of the country. And, uh, you know, ended up to me and I, I advised the PEI government on fossil finds. So, um, I, well, instantly I saw it, it was like, oh my goodness, you know, we, we, this is really important and we have to get this out of the ground. Okay. Right away. So and so what? So you start digging to get it out. What 
What did you start to see was emerging, Doc? What is it? What did Lisa find? <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the true answer is, Evan, we don't know exactly. We do know something. We know it's, uh, okay, top down, it's a tetrapod. It's a four-legged creature, could be a reptile, could be an amphibian. Now, this is a time when reptiles and amphibians were just starting to separate on the tree of life uh, through evolution, and there wasn't a lot of difference, not the same differences there are today. And, uh, you know, there a lot of creatures have gone extinct, you know, and so it's not always easy to say, oh, this is a uh, whatever. And so in this case, we're... We're at a really crucial time in Earth's history. It's about 300 million years ago. This is way before the dinosaurs. It's a real crucial time in the evolution of reptiles. And it's entirely possible this is something that hasn't been found before. And even if it is part of a group that's been found before, it's going to be rare. It is so hold on. Rare. Can we back this up, Lisa? Yeah. 300 million years ago. Wait a second. This is like pre, way pre-dinosaur. This is bonkers, and this is, this is incredible that you found this thing. Did you have any clue that you were stumbling on what, what could be historically one of the more significant fossil finds? Not at all. I, I took the pictures. I sent them to my mother-in-law, and she knew that it was something special. Um, and uh, she's the one who sent it to send the picture to Laura McNeil, and then uh, Laura contacted all the specialists and and everybody, but no, it's pretty incredible. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I still, I, I don't believe it. Uh, I'm beyond excited. Yeah, first of all, uh, I think in the last 300 million years, we've only heard one or two good mother-in-law stories as well. So this is also really significant. Uh, it's nice to get to rebrand the mother-in-law. See, that's uh, I think that's also really good, Lisa. So the, you found two good things here that are very rare finds. No, but Doc, on, on, on a serious note, give me a, give all of us a sense of what 300 million years ago, uh, what kind of life was did we have then and, and what kind of fossils have we found from that period? Right. So that the world at the time was going through this huge period of global change, of global warming, like like writ large. This was right at the end of the coal age when we had luxuriant rainforests and a, a real humid climate and started to move into a very dry, parched climate. And a lot of the wet loving species went extinct and the species that could tolerate the drought and the heat survived. Sounds kind of familiar today, doesn't it? But anyway, this is... So the creatures that were favored were things like reptiles who could lay their eggs out of water. Not like Amphibians were on the, the dirty end of the stick or the, the, hard, the hard part of the story. The reptiles were suited. The reptiles uh, did very well, of course. They led into uh, the dinosaurs subsequently about 80 to 100 million years later. Some of those reptiles became mammal-like reptiles, and this may be one of those. And those mammal-like reptiles eventually led to mammals and to us. And so this is a really, really intriguing part of the story of evolution. And it's, it's, it's going to be really exciting to see how this emerges, what comes, what comes of it. And maybe it'll get a name after you, Lisa, the Lisa Cormier, the... Uh, Cormier-ologist. <laughs> uh, we don't know. 
Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Lisa, your eye is incredible. Like, can you imagine 300 million years and you, you discover something that's so exciting? It's so great. It makes me want to walk on a beach somewhere. Uh, and Dr. John Calder, geologist and paleontologist, thanks to both of you. I love this, and uh, it just shows how precious our planet still is. Uh, thanks, both of you. I appreciate it. Oh, you're Thank welcome. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye how great too. is that? Imagine finding that. That is kind of my dream. I love any fossil is such a remarkable moment. But that one that Lisa found, that's great.